Sure. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. We are here at Stadia Party Chat Podcast, episode 28. We're coming at you January 3rd, 2022. I'm here, as always, your co-host, Rue Diggs, a.k.a. Ricardo in real life. And I'm here, as always, joined by my super co-host, leveling up the podcast, as always. Say hello, (laughs) Sebastian. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back. Um, so we got a few uh, things happening this week. Uh, we're going to go over them. Uh, but uh, yeah, just do your spiel and then we can talk about that. which game we played. The opening spiel. So here at Stadia Party Chat Podcast, we are two Canadian gaming enthusiasts, both founding Stadia members who love the platform and enjoy sharing the news, discussing rumors, and having fun at the same time. You guys know that we're going to hit you up with some Destiny Twab, then what we're playing, then we're going to follow it up with some news and rumors going on in the industry, followed by a little opinion put on our own, and then uh, that's the podcast. So get strapped in. Get ready for episode 28 because we're coming at you. Yeah. Yes. What have you been uh what have you been playing there, Sebastian, so, this week? Yeah, so I was able to finish Far Cry 6. I completed the campaign, the story. I still haven't played the expansion, the DLC, uh, where you can uh, become one of the bad guys from a previous Far Cry. I try to remember the name, but um, there's a pagan pagan and there's two right now so there's one that got released recently and there's a third one's gonna come in the future but so far um really like the game the the game was fun to to do um to play overall the story was amazing uh like i really like what they did with the actor and the character there so like it looked like fairly realist at the point where like uh sarah or my wife came down and she was like is that the guy from the the chicken place in um uh what's the name of the show there frig i'm running a blank there it's the um you know they're making met oh breaking bad breaking bad there you go i was running yeah, a blank. yeah the actor it's, yeah exactly. exactly so he's running the chicken uh restaurant or like the the fast food restaurant and he's like one of the top dog and in this he's basically the president so it was pretty cool to see very good acting like it was very nice to see uh the story is amazing it's like leaving you with like some sort of dead end i think there's going to be more coming out based on the far cry 6 i don't know if it's maybe the next one's going to be related to it or further uh future expansion but i'm excited to see what's going to come up with that so uh yeah it was uh pretty fun to play i was uh, pretty happy about it yeah and um, the and and game content i don't feel there's that much i think every week there's like some activity to do but it only resets once a week so i'll see so the actor is uh uh juan carlo esposito yeah I think that's his one. name is yeah I'm, I'm butchering the name but yeah that's his name who's in the in the yeah, game very good actor it was very fun to see even like uh uh, the other character within the game, like even though they're not maybe not known actor, they're very well played. Uh, there's also Danny, what is it, the Machete guy? There's like a quest with this guy on it, so that was pretty funny. That was pretty cool to see that. Um, Trejo? Yeah, 
Yeah. He uh, always makes an appearance, eh? Exactly. Everywhere. Movies, games, doesn't matter. That's just it. Like I, I think he's fairly old now. It's like it might be like closer to the 60s, right? He's he in play- the in the new Boba Fett. He's the trainer of the giant beast, the Ragnarok or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so funny. he's I'm just like he appears everywhere. He's always mm. working. Well, he's well known too, right? So that's amazing. Um, yeah, so that was it. Far Cry 6. Uh, if you haven't uh, had a chance to play it, I'll suggest it. If you like, don't know what to do until like the witch screen comes out, that's an option. Uh, I put about 80 hours into the game and I was able to complete it. I did like a little bit of uh, completionist stuff, like collecting this and that. Uh, but I had to stop myself because the game's never going to end. <laughs> yeah so other than that uh we will play rainbow six extraction so we can cover that uh that was pretty amazing it came out on the 20 yeah um extraction features all the operators that you know and love from rainbow six siege if you're into siege and basically puts them into a pve setting Mm -hmm. um pretty cool all these different little operations the difficulty on the game is set pretty high i would say i mean we've been uh surviving at best on the easiest mode um, mm-hmm. trying to get uh, characters out of uh zones exploring different aliens taking down different threats um what are your opinions on the game yeah, so overall, I really like it. It could be a bit redundant over time. There's still a lot of ads we haven't discovered. Uh, some arcane or what do you call it? Archies, you said? The archies are the, yeah. uh, the shorthand for it. Yeah, I like the fact that you can just choose your operator and then like it goes with a tactic depending on your mission on every sub uh, area. So you got three sub area and uh, the first one is easier. And as you go to the next sub area, it gets harder and harder. Um, but yeah, you can just choose the character based on what tactic you're going to move on. I found like stealthy is always easier. Uh, like this, you don't uh, notice, you don't get the ads to notice you as quick. And then I found that uh, if you just run and gun, you're just going to get destroyed. Uh, the other thing it considers that your health, whatever it goes down to, that's where it's at at the end of the game. So you need to leave your character to heal up. And every game, every match you're playing, uh, and give you some X uh, hit point or some HP to revive or heal back your character, which is like a very interesting concept. I really like it. Um, I just like I need to um, unlock more of the stuff because it's still like. So we unlock all the area, I think, and we still have like two other section or two other activity we can unlock. And I think uh, I try to remember it's not a season level, but it's like um, the uh, milestones, the milestones. Yeah, yeah, that's the one It go up to level 30. And then also uh, every character can go up to level 10. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Individually, uh, so the operators. Yeah, exactly. So each operator can level up on their own by using them. And as they level up, they gain like access to your weapon, they gain access to skills or like abilities that stay in there permanent, like 
if I look at Alibi, I think it was in this movement speed at level four increase and stuff like that. So I, I found like uh, that was pretty interesting as you work on those characters, it gets better. But the thing is that if you end up dying and doing a submission, uh, then your character gets stuck there. So you need to go extract them. Uh, I found that quite interesting. I think we, I got one stuck and you do have one stuck. And then every time we went to get it out, it was on the third sub, uh, yeah. sub area. It was harder, getting overwhelmed with ads. It's pretty crazy. So interesting though. Yeah. Pretty fun though. Um, what's interesting I found out, and I don't know if this is uh, actually the case or not, um, talking to some people in the Rainbow Six Extraction lobby, they were saying that this actually came from a uh, sort of an event that happened in Rainbow Six Siege, mm -hmm. where they sort of gave the players this PVE element, may have even been a Halloween, I mean, as I'm guessing on that part completely. But uh, they, uh, the reception was just so great. They, everybody loved it that they decided to make a spinoff and create the whole game for it. So interesting uh, little tidbit there that I heard from somebody playing on Extraction there. Yeah, exactly, which is quite interesting. They saw, they saw the needs of creating this and they decided to make money out of it. <laughs> Yeah, because really, who has two separate games, one for their PvE and one for their PvP, right? Exactly. But I like the idea. So you're not forced to do PvP all the time. Don't get me wrong, Rainbow Six Siege was fun. Uh, I really like it. I didn't get too much into it. I found like extraction is a little bit like more fun. You can go by yourself or like go as a team or just do a quick play with some random. I found like the quick play with random. Sometimes you get like put in games that's freaking hard. Uh, oh, the other yeah. day I, I joined a game with two others and they were like uh, going at severe or something like that, which is like the oh. third level. And I was like, I'm just doing that one section. Moving forward, I'll lose it. My uh, camera is like focusing, is like screwing up. Anyway, I was like, yep, yeah, I just, uh, we cleared the area, did that part, and I went back to the extraction and just like uh, initiated. I was like, you guys better come in because they were moving towards the, the next area. I was like, we're all going to die. Like, yeah. I was so weak too. They're all weak. And I was like, mm, I'm not pushing it. Like, you need to make that call where they, you need to like back out. So, hopefully, they listen, good. right? Mm. They had no choice because I activated it. So, there's like a time, uh, a countdown, right? I think it's 30 seconds. They need to get on that area. So, yeah. Mm. But no, that was pretty fun though. Um, yeah, so probably going to be playing more of that. Probably going to be streaming it more. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Throwing it up. And then other than that, we just uh, touched on some Destiny because it's time to bounty hoard. Um, <laughs> we ended up just getting, I think, one bounty done last night, but I wasn't on too late. So, uh, But yeah, it's good to get started. I mean, I'm not worried. I think it's plenty of time out, but... Oh yeah, six weeks. I so. already accumulated like some like forty bounties on my Titan. Just like going around, playing on the moon, going like uh, to uh, Cosmodrome. Cosmodrome is like a easy way to accumulate bounties, so I like to go there. For sure. But uh, before we move on to the bounty, uh, let's go over the TWAB, and I have a little section to talk about the bounties there.
yeah let's uh mm-hmm. let's jump into twelve. yeah if you want to open it up so basically first 12 of the year and oh, no, was it last? no we have no, it was problem. last one yeah, yeah okay um we had the video from the new witch queen uh but like today uh the twab so there's a few change coming up the announcing they're gonna slowly talk about what the change are come up uh in the next couple of weeks uh similar about like the uh they're gonna talk about the the vanguard rep gambit rework weapon crafting board 3.0 and more uh but for this twab exactly they start talking about the next uh the power level and there's like a little video of the witch screen there doesn't show that much but like uh is quite interesting because it just put on uh twitter uh it shows some new area i'm pretty sure you can find online some people looking into those video and try to like analyze every part of it like uh yeah but it was just like a quick video and there's like some more maybe alchemy like design there at the end so who knows right maybe there's another code and where's the there. 15th wish yeah exactly maybe it's in it? the background <laughs> yeah they look like there to be more alchemy code there maybe it's the same one as before but yeah yeah the ne3s uh, yeah. part two 3p part of four something mm, anti-barrier so, yeah square yeah where's the circle oh there's a circle <laughs> so moving on the next thing they're talking about is the power level quite interesting because previously they were like oh we're just gonna go up 10 power level uh every season i thought that would include a newer dlc and stuff like that no not this time so the max level we're going to be able to reach is 1560 that is just crazy. It's like a 200 uh, point more. Um, so the floor level uh, of four powers can be 1350. So anybody that's like joined the season, that's uh, start at 1100 when the, the uh, Witch Queen's kickoff, it's gonna be at 1350. So everything's gonna go up 1350, which is good. Uh, so I'm guessing when you're going to pull stuff from collection, it's going to be thir- uh, 1350. So uh, soft caps can be 1500. And there's uh, another thing about the soft cap. I'll go back to it. It's in regards to the blues. Uh, soft cap is so 1500. The cap is 1550. The hard cap is 1560. So starting at 1500, you're going to have to chase Pinnacle uh and uh what's the other name i cannot come up with it so there's a the pinnacle powerful. and powerful yeah so and then that for getting to 1560 you're gonna need the pinnacle gear um so that's one of the uh, main thing and there's gonna be a shift uh, with the pinnacle and a powerful source so basically similar to previously you know uh pretty much the new dungeon is probably going to give us pinnacle. Maybe uh, I think um, some of them used to give us pinnacle. Maybe they're going to remove them. Uh, they're just going to rechange some stuff. So same with the seasonal activity. I'm guessing uh, the um, yeah, the eternity, the Zers activity is going to be like giving you pinnacle also. So uh, we'll see how it goes for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm, I can wait to see what Pinnacle they're going to give us or like which activity is going to give Pinnacle. But we'll get 
more into that. In regards to the blues there, uh, so they're talking about designing an economy is easy, right? But not actually. Um, so they had some issue with the blues, not issue. I think the community was tired. I'm still tired to see blues. Some people get so many blues doing activity uh, that like it's just pushing the item they want to keep in the postmaster, it's pushing them out. So we end up with too many blues. So the rework they're going to do on that is basically uh, at, at the point when you get to the soft cap of 1500, the blue is going to stop dropping from the playlist activity. So that's like uh, uh, Vanguard Strike, Crucible, Gambit, that kind of activity. But you're still going to see the blues in the world. Like, let's say if you go to Cosmodrome, do uh, uh, a public event, there's probably going to be a blue there. But at least it's reducing the amount of blues we're going to get. So hopefully that's going to help because uh, we only need the blues really to level up to 1500 at that point. So something quite interesting. Uh, they say they're going to work a little bit more onto it uh, later. Uh, so hopefully they're going to redesign it. I still think like having the the setting option to like stop dropping blue or like dismantle the blue automatically would be like favorable in that case. But maybe that, that could be the option. As soon as you get 1500, all blues get like dismantled automatically. No one's using blue. So, well, unless like you're brand new or just to have fun, I guess, right? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I like the auto dismantle idea. Mm -hmm. I think there's something they could do. Maybe um, uh, one of the third party can organize that. Let's say dim or like little light, they can dismantle automatically through that. Who knows, right? Next thing, gunsmith rep. So Banshee is gonna change, gonna change his reputation to be similar to, I guess, like the Crucible and Vanguard. Um, so it's gonna be by dismantling weapon, you can gain reputation uh, or completing his bounties. So that being said, it's time to get rid of your material, uh, your gunsmith material and telemetries. If you haven't done that, go see Banshee, empty your, let's say you have your character, empty your character of all weapon, just leave it blank and just, just like keep like spamming the gunsmith. Accumulate, you can get up to 21 weapon, I think, before like it get overflow in your postmaster. So that's something I did a little bit yesterday. The, you got a chance to get a god roll on the weapon you need. Uh, if not, well, it just uh, you get a chance to get some prism or um, <laughs> legendary yeah. shards. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you get some item out of it. So that's not too bad. But yeah, the main thing I'm excited about is the mode component being removed completely. That's going to be great because uh, it's taking six or seven spots in my freaking vault. And it's like, it takes forever to dismantle. It's one at a time. It takes about three to four seconds per, and they're all like at nine, nine, uh, 999. So uh, yeah. those stacks are annoying. So they can remove it completely. Thank God, that's going to be amazing. We don't need that. So that being said, to buy mods, we're going to require to pay 10,000 glimmer each. Which is not too bad. Uh, Benshi and Ada one's gonna have the mods. It again increase the number of mods you can acquire to up to four per, uh, like four with Benshi and four for, with Ada one. It's probably gonna be Benshi's gonna sell all the weapon mod and Ada's gonna sell all the armor mod mm -hmm. uh, the same way it is. 
Um, the other thing they mentioned there, because again, with the material and telemetry, uh, some of those ghost mods is gonna get removed. Uh, the one that you can, like if you use ARC, you get like a chance to get telemetry, weapon telemetry and stuff like that. So they're gonna remove that, which is fine with me. It's not something I've used at all. I think you get just so much. It's just no point to like, no. to farm for that. So that's a pretty good change. I'm happy with those change coming up. Uh, reducing the amount of like currency we have in the inventory. So with like the Witch Queen and the new season coming up, we're probably gonna have more, more stuff. The next thing is Mr. Raul getting some change to. He will be getting all the spider exchange currency. So when you want to buy Glimmer in exchange for like uh, destination currency, it's going to be with Matt, Mr. Raul. And the other thing is that the shard, like the shard in prison that's the Banshee and Ada one is selling, is going to be him selling that. So it's going to be all centralized to him for that. And also, you're going to be able to decrypt Embral Engram. But if you want seasonal uh, decryption of Embral Engram, you're still going to have to go to the Elm. But with him, you can just get the random stuff. So, which is good because I found like uh, you get us so much like while playing activity now. It's just crazy. Um, that's like almost like just a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and you see the, uh, how much it's gonna cost for prism and uh, shards. So 10 uh, enhancement core, 25 planetary material, 10,000 glimmer for the prism and for the shard is 10, 10 prism, 100 uh, planetary material and 50,000 glimmer. I think it's like close to be the same thing right now, right? I need to double check, but yeah. Yeah, I need to double check as well. Yeah. I feel like it's close to be a similar, uh, similar, uh, like similar requirement, basically. All right, moving on. So we got some of our exotic that's leaving. Uh, Ock Moon and uh, DMT, they're gonna get uh, their activities gonna get removed. But if you didn't have a chance to do the activity and get like a Deadsman Tell or Ock Moon, you'll be able to buy it from Zer's inventory every week. Mm -hmm. So every week there's gonna have like a, one of the weapon with a different role. So that's gonna be a good way to farm for a better role. I don't know how much it's gonna cost. Probably gonna cost a cipher with like, I don't know, so many shards or like, Anyway, it's gonna be it's not gonna be something you can like buy like very easily. You're still gonna have to accumulate certain uh, requirement basically. For sure. Mm -hmm. But like it's gonna give a chance for people to like get it afterwards. And also the catalyst gonna be randomly like drop an uh, activity playlist or playlist activity. So we'll see that uh, soon. Yeah. If you had, didn't have a chance, there's a nice ornament for uh, the DMT in uh, the store too. I bought it, it looks pretty good. The next big news is the uh, raid date. So when Witch Queen is gonna drop on the 22nd of February, we're gonna have to prepare for a raid. The raid's gonna be starting on March 5th. That's gonna be mm -hmm. crazy. Um, yeah, sorry, I skip a, a bunch of stuff. But March 5th, uh, it's going to be the raid. We don't know the name of the raid yet. We don't know who we're going to fight. Most likely Servatune, 
but I'm still thinking it's going to be Sabatoon. It's going to be the warm god. That's probably going to be our like boss. You don't think so? <laughs> what do you think it's going to be? It's going to be the hive god. The, the, the worm, god. the hive worm. Yeah, yeah, the worm god. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's gonna. Yeah, be you like... said Savathun. No, I say Savathun. Maybe most likely gonna be Savathun, but my thought was like worm god. Yeah, that's, that's what I had heard, and yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense. Or, or it'll be the um, what's the nightmare king dude? Uh, Oryx. Oh no, sorry. Uh, Zebra rat. You think? No, they're probably gonna no. make a DLC out of her, her too. Not her, the the king. He's in the nightmare hunts. Anyways, uh, we'll uh, we'll one see. of the uh, one of the hive there. Yeah, right? but he's taken, so it's hard. It's hard yeah. to say. I think maybe a hive god will be. Yeah, I think one. the the worm that makes sense because like we need to do um a ritual for Sabaton to get rid of the warm god they're not gonna make it the last week of the season like it's not gonna make sense like when they create a whole season about getting rid of uh, Zol the uh, the warm god in a warm mind season like again they gotta make they, they gotta expand the story and then make it like a bigger thing right so my guess will be like a warm god we're gonna have to defeat in the raid um, the other thing like that got brought up to me when I was talking with Stark is how many encounters is going to be if like I think a lot of people wish like hope to be like similar to last wish have like five or six encounter no this image is making it seem like there's going to be four encounters you can see there's the desert in the top right yeah then you got below in the bottom right is like some sort of jungle area then in the middle you have some sort of open water and then to the far left you have like a volcano mm. i feel like this is going to be the progression of the raid it would be the raid will be into Savatoon's like throne world and that's basically what they show in the background could be could be or this is the raid because yeah, that's a maybe. giant raid image right here i know right symbol so that's what i'm getting from it like why uh, why else would they have this desert up here i feel like that's real like raidy hmm interesting look at that there's even numbers going across here oh well maybe some people's gonna get some uh they're gonna analyze this picture and find all the detail about the the raid <laughs> maybe yeah. the detail are just all in there yeah you see there's like numbers or something but exactly. that might be part of the seal right uh, who knows uh, i'm sure there's a lot of little hidden things in here oh yes definitely we'll we'll have to see what's like maybe they're gonna talk more about it in the next couple of weeks i know yeah. they're gonna give more detail about the contest mode so that should be interesting so it's time to get your team together and start practicing mm-hmm yeah, we need to get a team together. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, moving on, like the big thing about some of the outfits they did was uh, like for me, it's like the colorblind mode. They reverted back to what it was. Thank you, Bungie, because the way you just shifted to was like screwing up with my eyes. <laughs> I found like the 
red was more green for some reason just leave it as it is it's just perfect i think it's good if they rework it i'm worried that they're gonna change it to something very weird and i'm gonna have to change all the colors again uh one thing i found is that in um um uh rainbow six uh, extraction you can change the color of every single thing that you see in your odd so like I set mine for the, no, I think I left mine on normal, but you can change the color, color blindness mode and also go individually change some colors. So that's something maybe they need to look at. That might be worth it, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is like, because we have about a month left before the Witch Queen, um, Bounty farming, I already brought it up at the beginning. We started doing some bounty farming. It's worth to start doing it. Uh, try to collect most of the weeklies. Um, some of the bounty you can hold on is Iron Banner. Uh, that's something we're both starting doing. I think we got one more, one more week of Iron Banner coming up that we can do to finalize those bounties. Maybe we're gonna get more at that point. <clears throat> Uh, but like it's worth to keep, it gives you XP and also you get uh, the newer weapon for Iron Banner. So that's going to be good to keep for next season. Crucible bounties, Vanguard bounties, and those one you want to do the daily one, not the, the 3000 glimmer that you buy. Um, you still uh, you still like uh, on the screen. <laughs> uh, so basically you want to get those daily bounty, not the one that you cost 3000. They don't give as much uh, XP. Um, next one's gonna be the planetary bounty. So Europa has two weeklies you can accumulate. Uh, there's the daily bounty. Also, you got the moon that has weekly. Uh, you wanna take the one from the altar, not the one from, uh, uh, what's her name? Eris, is it Eris? Yeah, not yeah. the not the green stick thing, right? Is right. Yeah, you want to get the one from the altar that you have to kill in the nightmare. Um, uh, was it go in the nightmare aunt and stuff? So those are the one to get. You can also get the uh, Nessus EDZ Cosmodrome. Cosmodrome has like some weekly bounties. They're very easy to complete. Uh, that's like uh, the one to go to. That's like, yeah, it's quite easy to get. Yeah, are you analyzing the picture right now? <laughs> yeah, it looks like something's in that smoke. It's just what I'm trying to see. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a part of the worm. <laughs> it kind of looks like a worm with mm. like a skeleton thing coming out here. I don't know. <laughs> um, the other thing about the bounties, like things to keep for next season, uh, the uh, package you get from doing the activity from Zer, or you can mm -hmm. buy from the Star Ores, those black package, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, apparently, you can keep it for next season because the Zer activity is not going to disappear. Pretty so, cool. so those so, bounties count as well, then. Yeah, exactly. So those bounty count as well because it's an activity that's not going away. So I started accumulating those two. Um, but the package itself, if you keep it, they're probably gonna increase your light level faster. That's the theory. Um, I'm trying it because anyway, you're still gonna get the weapon that Zerus oh, yeah. dropped from it. So like you're still gonna get the keys and stuff like that. You got a chance to get some blues and stuff. So it's worth like 
keeping um what's the name of it there you go the parversal all parversal. yeah so keep those and yeah that should be good uh other than that i think that's pretty much what you can do um it just like keep some bounties and just bring them over it's it's not necessary to get new like up, uh, level up or higher light level uh, armor or weapon it's mainly to increase your xp so your seasonal or your artifact increase in level then you can get all the bonuses basically at the beginning so i would suggest is that you do some of the activity get that bonus that if you're with a fire team you get like a two person uh, bonus xp and then you can use all your um your bounties yeah, you have to get over that. like level six too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's the one level six. Yeah. So I think that's the, the way to do it. And then after this, you just go and farm for the different uh, um, activity to get pinnacle gear or powerful gear. Yeah, that's pretty good much luck. it. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> good luck with your farming. And good luck into finding something in there. Maybe if you guys have any uh, comment or any yeah. like opinion, just put in the comment. I'm sure I want. I'm curious to see if uh, somebody made a breakdown video of that image and did all Probably. things. Yeah, I've been looking to it, but I know there's like a few people that like to do that. Um, what's his name? Uh, Evan is like doing a lot of that with um, a bife. And there's like this other guy, uh, Frig, I watch him. He sound like Irish, I think. I think I, I showed you that video before. Yeah. But um, I Marvin Gaming or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry if I, like, I messed it up. But yeah, he's very good too. He's getting into a lot of the lore. So if you want to know more about the lore, it's watch those guys. They're pretty amazing. I like what they come up with and the ideas. So a lot of theory also. So that's pretty much it for this week for Destiny 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, I did some raids. I haven't done like play uh, GOS with uh, Stark yesterday. I haven't oh, okay, done GOS cool. in so long. I was like, this is so weird to go back to it. <laughs> nice. and, yeah. We're able to like uh, do a lot of damage to the boss. Uh, I think he was doing a carry, so I probably got that carry at the same time. So, Sweet. all good. Yeah, let's move on to the news stories. Let's news it up. All right, guys. Um, obviously, not too much news coming out of Stadia this week. Again, it's been a little quiet, but uh, we're still hanging on. Uh, fans of the Marvel Avengers series, uh, we have some patch coming out, 2.2.2. So that included uh, just some general fixes. You can take a look on everything on the Square Enix page. Uh, in addition, they introduced uh, some new skins and stuff um, in relation to the Kate Bishop uh, Disney Plus show. So... If you're into all of that stuff and getting all your skins, you can check that out. Um, Extraction launched on Stadia. That was a midnight release, so very exciting. Uh, first new game Stadia's had all year, um, and I've been pumped to play it, so that's been exciting. 
Um, we have a new game announcement that came from the grapevine. So uh, people were, I guess, looking all through Twitter to find this announcement. Um, Elemental War, which looks to be a tower defense um, game coming out of developers Clockwork or Origins. Uh, they have confirmed as part of a progress report blog for upcoming titles, Elemental War, which is scheduled to arrive on Stadia. Mm. So, I, pretty cool. I mean, I don't know how people find this stuff out. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, within the ESRB or something. No, they were reading. They were reading a progress report blog from developers clockwork or origins and that's how they found it out that's crazy i, I feel like uh, they try to keep it so secretive right they should just like announce it like google should just announce those things like early i guess they they're gonna announce it on the next uh, blog or something like that yeah but, of course yeah. and everybody always finds out all the news before them mm-hmm so it looks like, um, and here's another case of that situation. So it seems like uh, Dark Side Detective may or may not. It's a bit of a mystery right now. So you got to become a bit of a detective to figure it out. <laughs> uh, but they may be getting direct touch. I mean, to me, that would make the game a lot more accessible. I feel like it needs direct touch. I feel like that's a perfect game that I could play mobile um because not a lot of games you can play mobile and direct mm -hmm. touch is just like such a better way to play mobile games so i know it feels like you playing just an app on your phone and it's but stadia it's crazy yeah. right so uh i hope those guys created a poro games um those are the same people who created grime which is like my 2021 game of the year <laughs> so um but yeah and that <laughs> closes out the news i mean uh short short news week yeah i just like to mention about rainbow six extraction uh yeah you're supposed to get the buddy pass and that kind of fell on us uh we were supposed to stream it on the release date and uh i was like trying to get the buddy pass to work right yeah. i ended up buying the game but like i don't think they give any news when they're gonna release a buddy pass so they still haven't like put any news as of today, but hopefully this week so we can invite some friends to try it for 14 days. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't yeah. know what they why they would be all this press behind, hey, we're gonna have a buddy pass, and then it's not there day one, and then they have a tweet and they're like, Hey, we're putting it off for now. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah, that is uh kind of crazy, but yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah, I mean, there's not much you can do. I just wish that we had the buddy pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, that's just the way it goes, right? Um, moving on, the uh, the indie game that I'm quite excited about is Kite Limber. Uh, so it's a, oh, yes, the buildings. Yeah, so it, they released a video. They're currently on the alpha. If you watch the video, you can find it on YouTube. They show all their building work and stuff like that. Um, you can see like they're using the interface, but it's missing some item like um, the image and stuff. Uh, they're talking about releasing alpha on PC in and, March, uh, I think. Yeah. Oh, so Alpha, yeah, is March 2022. And then 
the PC release was end of 2022. And so, then afterwards, question mark. So I'm hoping that uh, when they release it to PC, uh, they're going to have a crossplay and also on Stadia. Because uh, I felt like that was like something that Google threw a lot of money at, right? Uh, they were supporting them uh, to like build that and hopefully it's coming to Stadia. I'll be yeah. like quite excited to see that. I'll be happy to test it out too also on Stadia. <laughs> so my impressions of that 30 minute video was a lot of like running around not doing very much. The structures they built were not very complicated, kind of reminded me of sort of an arc building, uh, just like floors and walls. Like I wish that they sort of showed building an actual base and like building stuff inside the base and like what can you really do um mm -hmm. it showed really bare bones stuff to me i mean all of the graphics and the images and how like he was shooting fireballs and stuff all of that worked well i thought i just i wanted to see more complexity than fortnite style building yeah exactly uh, I found overall it was like, yeah, they're missing some stuff. I think they're very early stage of the game, uh, building it and how it's going to look like. So uh, I feel like they uh, they show that there's like some animals around. So I know if you can, if you go on their website, uh, they show all the animals you can capture because it's like a mix of Pokemon and Ark uh, and I try like in Zelda basically because the graphic looks like a Breath of the Wild type, and then you can build like an arc and you can capture animal like in Pokemon. Just a mixed match of all this, right? And then like you can like go around the sword and shield, or it can be a mage or something like that. So there's a lot of element they're putting together there. Mm -hmm. So I'm quite interested to see how it's gonna turn out. Um, I'm hoping the alpha phase is going to be alpha game is going to be open to more people just so they give like the opportunity to people to pitch their ideas like to say like oh this they did well this it didn't do well I found like when they provide like uh, players a chance to test out the game they can develop it uh, to a better direction so hopefully they can do that and give the opportunity to us on Stadia <laughs> cool yeah so um is that all we had for the news then before i almost end it again i uh, i have on a bit of news oh, something related to yeah. stadia it's microsoft that bought um activision uh so that was a big thing uh i don't know what happened here uh so that was a big thing that happened this week so uh, microsoft has been buying off a lot of company uh they bought bidders that it was a big thing now activision blizzard for 70 billion that's a lot of money for um a publisher so wow okay um yeah so that's quite interesting i don't know where we're heading with this um Microsoft is buying everybody. Their xCloud is still in a bad shape. Uh, they're still pushing a lot to sell their console. I think Microsoft is going to kind of delay their xCloud to not be performant because they're still making money selling console. Um, and it, like, it's kind of weird because when you play on xCloud, it's connected to a console at the other end. But the quality is not as well as on Stadia, basically. So. Um, so is are we gonna see some Activision games still on Stadia? Don't know. Like Microsoft, they bought Bethesda. They 
they say they're still gonna have like uh that is the game releasing on other platform and but like they're gonna have all the exclusivity so if uh, something happened uh like activision make like uh call of duty and blizzard makes like world of warcraft call of duty they've been releasing that every year so i'm not to worry um probably we're gonna see one eventually uh, i don't know if we're gonna see on stadia but if they release it let's say they're gonna release it on xbox and pc and in a couple months later they're gonna release it on playstation and other console who knows right so um that's quite interesting i don't know what's a game plan for google now that microsoft is buying all those uh people all those publisher but uh they building up to be like uh the monopoly of the gaming industry right yeah so quite interesting so i just wanted to pitch that out there uh let us know in the comment what are you guys thinking yeah and uh absolutely i mean we're all thinking something so mm -hmm. do us a favor leave it in the comment and uh fulfill your call of duty yeah <laughs> so while microsoft was out there like uh buying a publisher Google was silent, right? Google is silent. Silent night. Yeah. Um, it's been a silent, I think, week now uh, coming up. Just over a week now that we haven't heard anything from Stadia. Mm -hmm. I think uh, they mentioned Witch Queen is coming in six weeks. Okay, weird. And then they mentioned Rainbow Six is coming in a week. And then nothing so uh very strange obviously there has been news dropping i don't understand why they would be quiet for this long um mm -hmm. unfortunately we're left here just guessing um especially <laughs> after they gave us that survey and everyone was like more communication and then they just like shut up for a week <laughs> exactly i mean does yeah. it take a week to read all of the surveys i don't know um, but basically, uh, they're busy, hopefully granting all of our wishes. So let's hope for that. But there is a theory that I read on Twitter that came up on the feed there. Um, that's saying Google, um, well, Stadia is now hit a milestone where they're now creating their own, um, their own profit stream. Like they're being able to support themselves. So in that sort of theory they're able to now work their own budget and they're putting their money in a different direction and they're coming back from marketing apparently so this is just a theory that i saw come up on twitter i was trying to refine that tweet again uh, but i couldn't find it it, it just kind of came and, and left but it was an interesting little theory that sort of said that but i doubt that's the case i don't think google would like cut the strings and be like okay you're on your own now good luck well the other thing too that i find kind of annoying now it's like the announcing google play uh, apps on pc so if you have a windows 11 i think with windows 10 you can still do that um you can go on the google play website and get it for your pc so you can play app from the google play store on your pc well where's stadia into this like i feel like google play has games and stadia is there and i feel like they're making competition between each other within the 
the the Google like business. And I don't really get it. Like, why did I make uh, Stadia and Google Play kind of a partnership? And like this, it can, you know, if your phone is old and it's not like working as well to play this game, that's very demanding. You can play on Stadia, streaming it to your phone or like, you know, like I feel like it's kind of weird. I feel like Google Play has been there for a very long time, but they still getting so much support all around. While Stadia, I feel like it's like the the forgotten child, you know, like I don't feel like Google's like taking it as seriously as it should. Um, yeah. Maybe like you said, because now they start making their profit, maybe like things, the table's going to turn. Maybe Stadia, the uh, people at Stadia, they all like review, uh, looking at uh, what's going to be their game plan for the next few years. Maybe they re like, we're looking at like, okay, this is what happened in the last couple of years. This is where we want to be for the in the next five years. So how can we reach to that point? Who knows? Maybe hopefully this week they're going to release massive news. Tell us about their like forecasts or anything like that. Uh, I want to see like more about what they're coming up with, right? Yeah, and I'm just shocked. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I, I don't know. Come on say something it's been like a week after you asked us what we all want and so many of us like when i pull up that thing said communication so just to go silent for a week is kind of weird hope we get some sort of response next week everybody's gonna be like glued saying where's the blog at i mean come tuesday at 12 i'm sure there's <laughs> gonna be a lot of people looking for it exactly but yeah, I mean, uh, we take our guesses. We uh, we have to predict what we have to predict. And mm -hmm. I mean, it's not the first time they've gone quiet before. So uh, sometimes they do that just to regroup. I remember after um, SG&E closed that they were quiet for a little bit. So, you know, perhaps they just got nothing to talk about right now. And mm -hmm. all of their plans are later on this year. And it's just a little quiet, you know, have fun with extraction. Plus, you know, all the other games on the console and mm -hmm. uh, have fun. I guess like, uh, yeah, because the, the biggest news they had so far was like, you know, which queen's coming up and extraction. So probably they think like people are busy playing with those games and, uh, when like which queen drop we're going to be busy with that but we want to know more what's going on with stadia um yeah i'm always happy to hear more about stadia <laughs> yeah exactly and that's why we want those daily tweets we got kind of used to them and now they took them away yeah but hopefully we'll hear something soon and uh it's just the beginning of the month it's just slow january so exactly um but yeah i think that's the episode for this week Mm -hmm. um don't forget to hit the subscribe and like the video and notifications bells for alert when our podcast hits the air leave a comment tell us about stadia in your gaming life find stadia party chat podcast the audio version of our podcast on anchor spotify pocket cast google cast um mostly anywhere where you can find podcasts so uh shout out to our news sponsors uh stadia source nine to five google um and twitter so <laughs> yeah thanks that's the news for this week um we thank you for tuning in hearing our thoughts on the news i'm rue diggs and that's my co-host 
Sebastian. <laughs> Giving you our perspective in the cloud. So take yeah. care, everybody. Take care. And please like comment if you have any idea what's going on or if you have any question. Take care. All right. See you guys.